I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Mon speaking. I program here called The Mariner's Call from the book of Proverbs. The book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 23. We're looking at the first part of verse 7 here. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. And asking the question, what are you thinking? Someone said one time, he said a young man had an accident. He said he struck upon a thought. <laughs> Some of us. Oh, by the way, we need to be careful as to our thinking. But the book of Proverbs chapter 23 and we'll be looking at verse at verse seven there. Uh, by the way, at this particular time, uh, you know how is I, how, how are we catching you? Uh, we catch you at a good time. Sometimes our program is heard uh, early in the morning, sometimes in the middle of the day, sometimes late at night. Whatever, I'm just thankful that you're there. Hey, if you ever like to correspond with us and you have access to a computer, we're as close as that keyboard. If you just would punch in F-O-M-M, just F-O-M-M, and that period, and then O-R-G, that'll bring you directly to us here at Fishers of Men Ministries International. You sort of leave us a little uh, message there, sort of sift through some things, but stay away from the pictures on the website. Just a simple website, but if there's something there that you see that we can help you with, please Feel free to correspond with us if you like to write to us. And, oh, I like mail. In fact, I almost, I almost like those envelopes better than I do that email. It just seems like just a little more personal, if you know what I'm talking about. Our announcer sometimes at the end of the program will give you a quick address. And if not, uh, sometimes there's not time that's left. If you call the station, they'll give you an address for old Fisher Mund here. The book of Proverbs, chapter 23, verse 7. Just a little thought here. It says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. He's talking about a man. All right? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If that's true, then we are what we think. And if that's true, some folk, my friend, are in trouble. We think about the mind. How could a man really believe? As far as we think about the complexity of the human mind, how could someone believe it just by chance evolved? The mind is more complex than any computer. The mind, think of man's abilities, and yet it is said that the most intelligent uses only about 10% of their mind's ability. The mind can be clean, it can be pure, holy, righteous if submitted to God. Then the opposite is true. The mind could be filthy, corrupt, vile, wicked, ungodly and reprobate if given to self or Satan. You know, thinking about myself, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. This is my thoughts concerning myself at one time. You know, I thought wrong. You know, you need to be careful about your thinking. You know, you can think wrong. You said, not me. Yeah, you. You know, you could think wrong. You know what I thought about myself? I thought I was okay. 
Honestly, I thought I was okay. I went to church. I was raised moral. My parents raised me rather strict. Yes, sir. No, sir. No excuse, sir. You know. And as far as from time to time, my parents would introduce me to such and such a person or I'd be presented in a crowd at such and such as being just a good boy. I thought I was a good boy. I thought wrong. You know, in the Bible, the Bible says there's none good. No, not one. And as far as goodness is concerned, I had to compare my goodness with God's goodness. And oh, I come up a little on the short end of the stick. When I read the Bible, and when I began to seek after God and want to know the truth, all oh, when the gospel came to this old preacher, began to seek after the Lord. All oh, you, you take in from Genesis 1 all the way to Revelation chapter 22, I tell you what you're going to read about. You're going to find, sooner or later, you're going to find a great Savior. Oh, and in reading about a great Savior, as I say so many times, I found a great sinner. And it was just so great that this Savior wanted anything to do with this sinner. But you know, I thought wrong about myself. I even thought at time I really loved the Lord, but I didn't. I thought I knew some of the Bible, <laughs> but I didn't, you know. I thought so-and-so was a friend, but they were not. I thought if I raise my children, you know, I'm going to raise them perfect. I thought wrong. You can think wrong. As far as our thoughts, as far as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Have you ever thought about this? Where do thoughts come from? Jesus said in Matthew chapter 15, verse 19, he said, for out of the heart proceed evil thoughts. What's that again? Out of where? For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts. Uh-oh. Then as far as the heart is concerned, uh we think about sometimes my mind, if my mind is not right, if my mind is corrupt, if my mind is evil, it shows the condition of the heart. Mark chapter 7, verse 21, it says, Far from within, out of the heart of man proceed evil thoughts. If this is true, you can tell the kind of person you are by your thoughts. If your thinking is evil, your heart is evil. Now, I'm not being mean or super aggressive in, in words when I say something like that, you know. It's just the truth. So I need to guard, my friend, as far as my mind is concerned. I tell you what a sobering thought is, not only thinking about where thoughts come from, oh, it's a sobering thought is to know this, is that God knows our thoughts. Surely the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. But God can read the mind. Ever wish that you could be that way? I wish I could sort of be some kind of spiritual psychic. <laughs> when I was talking with someone, I could sort of read their mind. But I can't, but God does. In the book of uh, Psalm, Psalm chapter 94, verse 11, it says, The Lord knoweth the thoughts of man. Matthew chapter 9, Matthew chapter 12, uh, there's a verse that says something like this, And Jesus knew their thoughts. Oh, boy. Luke chapter 5, verse 22, Jesus perceived their thoughts. Luke chapter 6, verse 8, but he knew their thoughts. Luke chapter 9, verse 47, but Jesus perceiving the thoughts of their heart. Oh, should this not make us fear God? He knows all I say, yes, but he even knows what I'm thinking. He is in on my personal, private thought life. It's a sobering, sobering thought. People have said something like this at times. They say, well, preacher, it's not, it's not as bad. Thinking it is not as bad as doing it. I don't know. The statement of our Lord in Matthew chapter 5, 
He talked about it. He said, "Do you 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 know the you know the commandment? Thou shalt not commit adultery." Yes, yes, yes. And I know that. Well, all yeah, Exodus chapter twenty. Yes, he said. But I say this: if you were to look on a woman to lust after her in your heart, oh, you've committed adultery with her. What? What? Just in my mind, you know, God would hold me accountable for that. So as far as my thoughts is concerned, as a man thinketh on his, in his heart, so is he. I tell you what, as far as my mind is concerned as a child of God, we better ask God to keep it clean. You know, many people, their thoughts are only on themselves. Their entire life is centered around self. If they have thoughts directly or indirectly, my friend, it is it's about them. Have you ever met somebody like that? It's just, you know, when should a man get a divorce? <laughs> That'll get some of you's attention. When should a man scripturally get a divorce? When he's in love with himself, my friend. You need to divorce that creature. Uh, you know, in the book of uh, in the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter six, there's some comments there that has to do with a good cure for selfishness. And he just said over and over again, "Take no thought, take no thought, take no thought what you wear, take no thought what you eat, take no thought, my friend." In the sense of just always thinking about yourself. Many people, as far as their thought life is concerned, it all centers around themselves. You know, a Christian needs to search and to control his thoughts. In the book of Psalms, Psalm chapter 139, verse 23, he said, what do you mean search and control my thoughts? If I go bad in mind, it shows that I've gone bad in heart. My heart is evil. There's something wrong with me. Psalm chapter 139, verse 23, it says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. Uh-oh. What are you thinking? It says, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Search me. My only God can help control the thoughts of man. You know, I think about my own life, the Spirit of God that's inside. We're indwelt by God's Holy Spirit. There is power to be able to keep the mind pure and clean, and to have it to continue to be washed in the blood of of the Lamb. Don't let your heart go bad, your mind will go bad. Don't get to seeing something with your eyes and allow it to go in your mind. It'll corrupt the heart, you know. Christians must search and control. Search me, O God, and know my heart. God can do that. As far as control is concerned, what is it? Second Corinthians 10, verse 5. I'm to bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Put it under the blood. And God can make it right. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 5, it says, The thoughts of the righteous are right, my friend. The righteousness that's been given to me by Jesus Christ. I can now live right with the help and strength and power of God. And it'll cause me to think right. You know, to refuse to think right, my friend, is going to bring the judgment of God. Do you remember in the book of Genesis chapter 6? Uh, it says there about verse 5, it talks about how God looked at this earth and it was just corrupt. And it said this, the thoughts and imaginations of the heart, man's heart, was evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man. And it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy. Wow. What a statement. What's wrong here? The thoughts and the imagination of the heart was on evil continually. Oh, ask God to search out the old heart. 
you know, as far as my thoughts and my mind is concerned, help me with it. You said, what is a good way? How, you know, how, how do we discern? What, what, what's a good thing here? Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, it speaks of the word of God. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the dividing of the sun of the soul and spirits and joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Your thoughts determine the kind of man that you are. And the thing that can help us as children of God is continue to stay in the Word of God. This book can discern the thoughts and intents of the heart. All right? So uh, when I read the Bible, how can I put this that is about as simple and elementary as I can get? When I read the Bible, it reads me. It tells the story on Wayne Munn. What are you thinking? You know, thoughts, where do thoughts come from? The heart. If the heart was wicked, then our thoughts would be wicked, you know. As far as thoughts is concerned, the Lord knows them. The Lord knows your thoughts. Many people only think about themselves, you know. As far as Christians is concerned, we need to search and control. Ask God, please, you know. Please, we think about bringing to captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And then if we refuse, God will bring judgment. The Bible is the discern of the thoughts and intents of the heart. My friend, it's a good thought to think about these things that it has to do with our thought life. I wonder, what, just what, just what are you thinking? Now until next week, the same time, this is Fisher Munn. 